Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now <laughs> one and only steve harvey <laughs> got a radio show yeah man got one hey you know um I, I thought i think of my life in terms of blessings you know I, I take mostly a positive approach and a positive spin to my life i hardly ever dwell on uh you know the What's well, I can't say that I don't think about the what's wrong in it because I have to, because I have to address problems as they arise, but I try not to let them consume me. I let the consumption part be about the blessings, the positive things that uh, has occurred in my life, the good things that God has done for me, the the power that he's uh, displayed in my life, the protection he's given me over the years to being tucked under his wings I focus on the things that he promises me. I think of uh, all the goodness that I perceive to come my way. I, I think that has a lot to do with me learning more and more about the law of attraction in terms of, you know, what you think and what you put out in the space and what you pray about is what you receive, you know. And so I've become better and better at that. It's not to say that I'm I'm not human and I don't have moments where I I think a little bit too long about what's going wrong and what enemy is, is about to attack and what they're going to do and say and, and all of this here. So it's not to say that I'm not concerned about it, but I try to dwell mostly on the positive. And um, one of the things that I learned, you can have an incredible life. All of us, we can have incredible lives if we just let God drive. See, the, the problem that I had years ago 
was I was the driver of my life and I was taking myself in the directions that I thought would be best for me. And I aimed at things that I thought I could accomplish. And I set goals that I saw myself being able to attain. I was driving. When I gave up and I let God drive, I then opened up my mind and my spirit to what God had for me, for what God could see for me, for what God could do in my life, for what God wanted for me. Now, he wanted for me and he wanted of me. See, that's the connection that you got to try to make. Well, not try. That's the connection that you got to make to really get it. Now, listen to me. What I don't want you to do is do like me. Don't be afraid of the what for of the what he wants you to do part. See, because that ain't going to be nearly as demanding and and as offsetting as you think it's going to be. See, I thought that if I did God's will, that if I let God tell me what to do, that it would cause me to not to be able to do a certain some things I wanted to do. Well, which is true. But the stuff I wanted to do was all detrimental to my well-being and my future and my and my growth and development as a man. I was stopping my own growth as a man because, see, I was doing what I thought I should do as a man. But when you give it over to God, see, God has a much better plan for you than you can ever have for yourself. And God knows a better way, far better than the one you know. I, I want you to believe that, man. You got to understand that part of it. And, and that's the part that I finally got through my head to let God do it his way and to show me a better way and to teach me a better way and expose to me a better way. And when I opened up my mind to what God was talking about, I began to see things totally differently and things started coming to me totally differently. If you've been a friend of mine or a fan of mine over the years, I mean, you've had to see it, the change. You've had to see the difference. I mean, and I and I acknowledge that every chance I get because I promised God I would. And I hope that I'm not falling short in that category. But then again, if I told it all day long what he done for me, I still wouldn't have enough time to really explain thoroughly what he's done for me because it's such a continuous growth in me. But now, that's not to say that I'm finished or I'm done or I'm complete because I'm still short. You can't be him. You can strive for perfection. I hear people saying it all the time. I applaud you for saying you want to be perfect, but you ain't. And you can't. So you quit saying it. You quit saying it to me. Quit saying it to other people. I'm seeking a life of perfection. But it's something that you cannot have because he said you can't do it. But that's what he there for. He there for the moments when you stumble and you fall. And you're going to stumble and fall. So you got to get that part right, man. The stumbling and falling part is coming. But see, you get God in your life and it helps you so that you don't stumble, fall, wallow, roll over, lay there, languish. That's what God is for. So when you stumble and fall, you get back up because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to get it wrong. You're going to come under attack. You're going to be lied about. You are going to be falsely accused. That's going to happen to you the moment you make a decision to do better. The moment you try to be more, the devil got to send his attackers, man, and he controls certain people. He just got people that's on his side 24-7. You know them, too. You, you've all met one or two of them in your life. 
They just busy with the business of nothingness. They just busy about the, about the destruction of others. You said, I know them. You know them. They coming. But here's what you got to hold fast to. They can't take away nothing from you that God gave you. They didn't make you. See, people who claim to have made you, if they so in the make you business, why don't they make they self? Or if they ain't with you no more and they so busy in them, I made you business, why don't they make somebody else? Since, since, since you want to get credit for making somebody, make yourself. If you're responsible for someone else's success, then you should easily be able to take claim and be responsible for your own success. See, be careful of that. And don't, and, and don't, don't change your course because somebody is attacking you with that. I just hope, man, that I'm giving it to God the way I said I would give it to him, that I would unload every chance I got that I was supposed to without being, you know, oh, here he come again. You know, I try not to be that. But, man, I don't know what else to be for the first 12 minutes of my show. What else you want me to say? I got four hours. I can't give God 12, 12 minutes, man. I mean, for real, Steve? Come on, man. I mean, let's look at this right here. If you give an honor to God just 12 minutes out the day, dog, he gave you 24 hours of luxury and life and breath and hope and promise. You ain't got 12 minutes to give him out the day? That don't make no sense. What an exchange. What a wonderful life God has given me in exchange for so small of effort that I put forth. Don't let the effort you got to put forth to God seem so daunting that you don't attempt to do it. Because, man, it seems like a lot. It ain't nothing compared to what he be giving us for real. So if you want a real life, you want a real shot at what you can be, what you can have, what you can own, what you can become, who you really are. Go to God. Let him fix you, man. That's all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Everybody around the world, you are listening. Oh, yeah. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, yeah, what you doing now? We are listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Want to do it, want to do it, want to do it. Yeah, we go. I'm about to do it now. introduce them to you. Here we go. We're going to start with the ladies. Yeah, yeah. They make the show real gravy. Oh, yeah. I want you to know. She's been with the beginning of the show. She's the one with the voice. She's the lady's choice. I'm talking about Shirley. Talking about Shirley. Good morning, Shirley. Come on. Good morning, Shirley. Here we go. Let's move it on. Yeah, yeah. Got another lady on the show. Yeah, hey, ever, ever on the phone. Uh, <laughs> she she one thing from it. out west. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She make us do our best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take all the meeting with the white folk. Uh-huh. And come back, tell us what we don't know. I uh, make a dollar. Uh-huh. I'm talking about Carla. Uh-huh. I make a dollar. Hey. I'm talking about Carla. Running down, running down, running down, Steve. Running yeah. down, running down, some more. Here Woo. we go. Hey. We're starting to do it. Uh. Hey. About to introduce him to it. Yeah. Bought him out of Houston, fifth wall. Didn't know he didn't have the right car. Ah. Bought and moved up in the world. Uh-huh. Dressing up for all the little girls. Hey, hey, hey. Got a suit on every day. Hey, hey. Walk in here like the money he made. Ah. 
find a man, he won't ruin ya. You know I'm talking, talking about, about Julia. Julia. <laughs> oh yeah. Julia. 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 Run it down, run it down, run it down, Steve. Here go. This is next one. Uh-huh. Came in a trade. Yo, yeah. Was on another show. Uh-huh. Then he left one damn day. Uh-huh. Came over here, everything looking. Yeah. Found out he could actually cook it. Uh-huh. We let him talk on this show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He ain't been silenced no more. Yeah. Everybody think that he on the round. Uh-huh. Everybody know that he from the ground. Uh-huh. But I'm talking about my main man. Uh-huh. His name J. Anthony Brown. Brown, 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 brown. <laughs> brown, 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 brown. Brown, 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 brown. Brown, 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 brown. Running down, running down, running down. Steve some more. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Uh-huh. You know who they say last but not least. Uh-huh. But it got the less sense of us all. Uh-huh. Damn near stupid and from fall. Uh-huh. I think it fell when he was a baby. Uh-huh. Something happened, maybe I don't know. Uh-huh. Stupid as he wanna be. I think he but is the king he... of the pranks is what we call him. And I think as stupid as he can be. I think he's here to harm me. Everybody <laughs> talking about, about Tommy. Tommy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Tommy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Tommy. Tommy. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, we'll be right that back. That was a great event. <laughs> <amazing. laughs> oh, man. Boy, make a yeah, song out of anything. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, according to a new survey, holiday dinners and summer vacations rank high on the list of people's most vivid memories of their childhood. So I got to ask you, and you have, you're, you're one of the greatest storytellers I've ever known. What do you remember most most about your childhood? My damn bike. Oh, that's mine. <laughs> I was not I ready that. for that. I wasn't man. either. What, what about your bike, My Steve? damn bike, man. I love my bike, man. I got a brand new bike uh, with the butterfly handlebars, uh-huh. three-speed mm-hmm. shifter, uh-huh. banana seat, mm-hmm. put a sissy pole on it with the raccoon tail, Mm. And I what had two was? raccoon purple. It had two raccoon streamers instead of them little, you know, the little punk ass streamers that come out the, that you put in the handlebar on the yeah. tip. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, little little paper things, plastic thing be wrapping. Uh-huh. Mine, my had raccoon tails on that too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, what what made it so special? Your yeah. bike. That's just... my dad. That's my first. That's my car, though. Oh, that's how you I got around. around. Oh, I could ride over girls' house on that. Uh-huh. I graduated. I got me a 26-inch English racer one time from May Company. Had it on sale for 89. I saved my money for about eight months. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Saved up that 89 dollars off my job. Bought that damn bike. That and I rode that bike every day from high school to work. Mm-hmm. That bike man meant more to me. Yeah, I worked. My I got out of high school every day at 12:30. I was through. Oh. Yeah, that's why I was voted most difficult. I ain't like nobody at my damn house. <laughs> nobody. Yeah. So you just why didn't you, you were in a them? program though yeah. that you could leave at twelve thirty. Oh, you. Yeah, I had all my credits. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I had so my credits. Smart. Yeah, no, I wasn't smart. I was going to work. Oh, you wanted money? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wasn't with no highest GP. I just at GP. I GP. just had them all. Uh-huh. I was through. <laughs> 
you so know, what, I was, was a straight C job? student. What was, your, what was your first job? First job was paper route, working with my daddy, but it wasn't really a paper route. It was, I was running numbers for him and Don King. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so we ran numbers. So I delivered a paper, but every morning I had to go to people's number boxes, wherever they had their money hid for their numbers that they was playing that day. That's Some like, people had the money behind the mailbox. That's like the lottery. Yeah, yeah, man, he controlled the number racket in Cleveland. My daddy was one of the runners. But that's like the the lottery, right? Was that was that like this the is lottery? this is why you have the lottery. Somehow the lottery came from the numbers. They stole all that from the hood. Uh-huh. Grandfather yeah. ran the numbers. Yeah, yeah. Really? Black people started that in Harlem. Uh huh. And so you know that's how that was my first job was paper route to deliver the papers, but it was a cover because I had to go in the backyard. <laughs> like some people tape their money under their bumper, uh-huh. mm-hmm. outside, so you wouldn't have to come up. Some people had their money taped under the step. Wow. Some people had their envelope behind the mailbox. So how much- some people threw it down in the rose bushes. Well, what, what kind of money are we, t- I mean, was it a... Well, the way my daddy worked was if anybody hit, he got 10% of they hit. Oh. So if they hit for $60, he made six. Oh. If somebody hit for 600 because if you bet a dollar, it was six, it was, it was a, uh, it, it, if you bet a dollar, you could win 600 If oh. you bet a dime, you could win $60. Wow. Or you could bet a penny and won $6. That's why they call them penny numbers. And the uh, Italians used to laugh at the blacks till they found out what Bumpy Nim up there in New York was making. They was making millions off them pennies. Wow. So that was <laughs> yeah. my first job. And then I had a, I did that till I was turned 13. Uh-huh. And I could get a SNCC summer job. Summer youth. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay, right, right, right. Some, some, yeah. Summer youth, not in the community something. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. They call it SNCC. Mm-hmm. And I uh, got that job. In the what? Parks? Or- yeah, you had to go to the park, pick up paper. Yeah. I wasn't picking up a damn thing, though. I was in the park shooting hoop. <laughs> so you got fired. No, I didn't get fired. <laughs> Everybody else shooting hoop. He was at work? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was at work. We was all shooting hoop. I wasn't over there throwing it up by myself. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, no, but we was working. We painted some buildings and stuff oh, and okay. stuff like that. All right. Then okay. after that, man, I got me a job... Uh, at the grocery store during school, mm-hmm. and then on summer vacations, I could work with my father every summer since I was in 10th grade, from 11th to 12th. Mm-hmm. And then the summers earlier before that, my summers, I was off, I went back to the farm to work my farm with my grandfather and my uncle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had a full life, man. Yeah, and a you know, lot of jobs. Yeah. That's why my memoirs, if they done gave uh, Michelle Obama 60, uh-huh. million. Dog, I got something for y'all. <laughs> but you've written like what, four books, three books? They ain't got sixty million off all four of them. <laughs> to I'm combine, I'm gonna keep it one hundred <laughs> with you. She just sold ten million copies. I ain't told ten million, but all I got four books. I ain't sold. 10 <laughs> well, you better call Random House. If you were to write another it's, book, what would you call it? It is thirty mil tells it all. <laughs> That's the title. Yeah. <laughs> It better be juicy. That's be all I got to say I, I, for 30 minutes. Hey, surely. A page yeah. turn. Uh-huh. Surely. Yes. For 30 minutes. Uh-huh. For 30 mil. I got it for you. Okay. <laughs> surely. I ain't lying. I got it for you. 
Bertelsmann's Penguin Random House Division. Tell them to call Steve Harvey. <laughs> I'm talking about, revenue. man, I got some stuff that throw y'all ass in the shock. Steve, I thought you told us everything. Hell no. <laughs> so most of we ain't what? thinking Man, what? y'all got to be crazy. Y'all can't know this kind of stuff about me. Steve, I've been with you for years. I've heard a lot. I you. ain't told you none of the really bad stuff. Because I wanted you to like me. What? No, I wanted what? you to like me. Wait, there's more? Yeah, I wanted you to like me, Shirley. I didn't want you to hate me. So you me. held back? Hell yeah, I had to. Because, you know, when I first met Shirley, she had them Afro puffs. What they got to do with it? Yeah, you know, kind of look kind of crazy. I said, well. Whatever, man. You know, you know just maybe she grew up with them style. Afro puffs. I didn't give a damn. She's trying to play me, but she don't know. I don't what? know. I, I always do like my daddy say. What was that? Well, you know, I forgot I'm going to clean it up, but his phrase was, don't ever do-do where you eat. Oh, yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. I knew not right. to do that. All right, we got to go. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show yep, right after that. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Nephew Tommy is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev? Dumb it down. Dumb it down. <laughs> Who you That's talking right. to? <laughs> I'm talking to this lady. We about to give her a call and let her know that her daughter cannot go on spring break with the rest of the kids because her grades are not up to par and you're going to have to bring it on into the school that entire week. Wow. That's right. Dumb it down. Let's run it. <laughs> run it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Keisha, please. Speaking, who is this? Hi, Keisha. This is uh, Mr. Roland Barnes, assistant uh, principal here at um, Academy where your daughter uh, Aisha goes. Yes. What's going on? Is everything okay? Everything is kind of, uh, well, I, l- let me be honest. It's not good right now. Uh, I wanted to call and actually have a uh, private conversation with you about Aisha. Oh, God. All right. Tell me. What's going on? What's going on with Aisha? Well, as you know, um, spring break is going to be coming up in March. You do yes. know that, right? Yes, I'm aware of that. Okay. She's looking forward Righty. to the trip. Uh, yeah. Well, we have a bit of an issue here. I have done some research, and Aisha doesn't seem to be doing well as she should be, living up to the expectations of the Academy. And what we're going to have to do this spring break is Aisha will not be allowed to take a spring break with the rest of the kids. We're going to need her to come into school. And there's several kids that are are not going to be able to go uh, on spring break, and Aisha happens to be one of them. There's at least 40 to 50 kids that will be coming to school that entire week that spring break is, uh, the most of the kids are out on spring break. You have to be mistaken. I mean, my daughter is a straight-age student. Uh, you sure no. you got the right Aisha? You can't. Um, there, she is actually the only Aisha at the academy, ma'am. And, um, I, you know, I, I've looked at her, her grades in the past. She's had some great, some wonderful grades in the past. I don't know what's taking place this semester um, that she just seems to have dropped the ball. And what we want to do is, you know, keep these kids focused. As you know, you have to be accepted to be here at this particular school. So, you know, it leaves me no no other outlet but to, to have her come in, and we're going to buckle down and try to get them back on track. So I wanted to personally give you a call and let you know what's going on with Aisha here at the Academy. And we're, we're This we're is terrible. This is yes, absolutely yes. terrible. I mean, we are here already in January, and I'm getting a call that my daughter's not doing good, and now you're going to tell me that she can't go on a spring break trip in March? 
if she, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, my daughter, straight A, straight A. She's an amazing student. She does really hard work. She she always looks forward to going to school. And I get a call today that she can't go in March. Well, I, I mean, I'm sorry. You've got to be kidding uh, me. I mean, we're. I don't. Are you going somewhere in March, ma'am? I don't. I'm just saying, going somewhere on a trip. Or are you? Are you scheduled? She's to, going to on be a trip. Of... I'm not going anywhere. She's going on a trip. I'm giving her full permission to go on a trip. Okay. Well, unfortunately, I'm requesting that she's at school. So, that, that, I don't know if your trip costs you a lot of money or if you can get a refund. But I'm calling you, letting you know I need her there on March 11th in the classroom. So we can buckle down and try to get her back on track. No, well, I'm telling you, I paid for the trip, and she's going on the trip. I'm sorry. And, no, and I don't, no, no, I don't no. appreciate sorry, this Ms. phone call because it's so late in the game. I'm sorry. She's going on the trip. No, Ms. Keisha, she's not going on the trip. She is actually going to be coming into school, and she'll be there on March 11th from Monday through Friday. Now, I don't know who you're talking to. That's my child. I'm telling her she's going on the trip. But she's your child, but she's my student. And right now, all of my students are going to be that are that are not doing well in their in their classes are going to be there during spring break, and they're going to get their business together. No, no, no. What are you you don't yell at me like you're reprimanding me like I'm a child. Okay. I'm not reprimanding I'm telling you now that you're my child. She's going on a trip. No, she's not going on a trip. And you're telling me what you're you're trying to override my position, and that's what's not going to happen. She has to be there. You might as well start looking for a refund because she's not going to not be there. So I need her there Monday through Friday of spring break so we can get her back on course. Listen, I don't know who the f*** you think you're talking to. I have the ultimate position over even you. That's my daughter. That's my daughter. I get to tell you what I'm doing with her, and she's going on that trip. You're out of your f- mind. Boy, you're going to tell me that I have to not send my daughter on the trip. Sorry. It's not happening. I'm, I'm telling you right now, she's not going on a trip. Now, oh, yes, the hell she I, is. Oh, oh, no, she's not. I'm going to speak with Aisha tomorrow and let her know that I have spoken with her. You're not going to tell my daughter a damn thing. I'm telling her she's not going on a spring break trip. You know why? Because her grades, they're not up to par. She needs to be more concerned about her grades and not going and hanging out and lollygagging around wherever you're sending her. No, it's not happening. I want all of my students with passing grades. I'm a 100% assistant principal, and all my kids pass. What, are you trying to convince yourself that you're important or something? Give me a break. You're like a baby. My daughter is going on the trip, and that's final. You hear me? Okay. You know what? I'll speak with Aisha tomorrow morning at school. No, you're not. I, I, yes, I will. Now, here's the deal. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you this, Ms. Keisha. If Aisha does not show up Monday through Friday of spring break, then maybe you're going to have to find Aisha another school. You're threatening me now? You're threatening me. You're threatening to, what, kick my daughter out of school because of a spring break? If your daughter is not here doing spring break Monday through Friday, then she's going oh, to Oh, get the, the out of here. Get, please. I'd like to see you try that Give me a break. Miss Keisha, I think this conversation is over. My next conversation will be with Aisha. Guess what? She's going on spring break. She's staying in the school. If you do something about it, I will have people picketing outside your, your school. You're t- talking about nonsense. My daughter does great in school, and she's going on a trip, and that's it. Aisha will be in school Monday through Friday, go on spring break, get on the break, back Who off the, the f- they Who are you to talking to? Who are you yelling at like that? Are you out of your mind? I swear to God, if I was over there, I'd kick your f- What the f- is wrong with you? Yo, you're out of control. Help your daughter with her f- f- up. Who the f- are you talking to?
You know what? You know what? You know what Aisha told me about you. Do you know what Aisha what? told tell me? me about what did she you? tell you? She told me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy. <laughs> from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Keisha, oh my Keisha, God! Your daughter Aisha got <laughs> she got me. <laughs> Right there. Anybody want me? Y'all, y'all want me to prank anybody but y'all in 2019? I'm telling you, I'm on a roll now. I'll, no, I'll we give don't. Mm. No, we don't. Oh, we don't? Okay. Somebody, huh? Give me somebody. Somebody in that phone here. Give me somebody famous, baby. Let me yeah, get somebody. Uh-huh. How about Tyler? How about I prank Tyler? All right, well, listen, uh, coming up. It ain't going to go like you think. <laughs> <laughs> coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back. We have changed the segment from Say What to uh, WTF segment. Explain it, guys. What is it? Explain what you're well, talking WTF speaks for itself. I know, it but... speaks for itself. It's when somebody said something to you. Mm-hmm. You really didn't hear it, but you heard it. The only thing you can say is WTF. You kind of hear it, but you didn't hear it. You don't believe what you heard. You don't believe Yeah, yeah you don't believe what you heard. So, for instance, like this. Hey, man, your number hit yesterday, but I forgot to play it. <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh man really <laughs> okay man that number hit okay. big yesterday dog but man I forgot what? the plan <laughs> oh how about this one you go to the dentist and uh-huh. dentist says look I don't know how to tell you this but your teeth are fine but your gums got to come out okay <laughs> <laughs> My girl. You got shit to fight. Oh, God. WTF. All right, WTF. All right, you're at the doctor's office. Uh-huh. I mean, you're at the hospital. You're in the hospital. And okay. The doctor comes to you and he says, I kind of got my charts mixed up. Oh. That's how you ended up with a breast transplant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I'm only human. Oh, I'm, God. I'm, I'm only human. <laughs> right, let me jump in, Jay. Okay, you what is one? this? What are we doing? WTF? This is WTF. Uh, WTF. <laughs> this is WTF. Hey, man, uh, you and Connie's uh, son, uh, how old is that boy? He 18 now? 18. Wow. Uh, hey, uh, let me tell that's my son. <laughs> what? That, what? I wanted what to the- tell you. That's my son. I, I, I and I know Connie ain't told you. You, know? <laughs> you just gonna blurt right, it out one. like that? <laughs> I got one for you. Okay, come on. You and a friend get pulled over by the cops. You drive it. It's mm-hmm. your car. Mm-hmm. Woo! They pull you. And say, hey man, just be real cool. But I put a kilo in your truck. <laughs> <laughs> you did what, dog? What? Yeah. <laughs> Dog. A whole kilo, man. Dog. Just be, just dog, be cool, dog, man. Just be, be cool. cool. Just be cool. Be cool. Why bother telling him? Just be cool. <laughs> All right. Here you go, one. Like, 
Uh, we're all here today to for the reading of the will, and it seems like your daddy had a lot of money. I mean, a lot of money, but he left it all to the cat. How about that? <laughs> what the? <laughs> what the cat? <laughs> the, the pig got no blankety blank cat. Man, blank that cat. <laughs> WTF? WTF? <laughs> hey, listen, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me. Let, 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 I know we can work this out. Listen, I'm the one that broke in your mama house, okay? <laughs> but listen, what? but me and you can split everything if you don't say <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, what? Split my mama's stuff, man? <laughs> Are you crazy, man? I'm gonna kill you. This show is ignorant. This show is okay. ignorant. <laughs> okay, but I got something to tell you though. You broke in the house. What? Uh-huh. You know, we tr- you tripping like that. Uh-huh. Guess what? Hey, man, I wasn't going to tell you this. What? Me and your mama kicking it. Oh! <laughs> My <laughs> mama, though? <dog? laughs> okay. Okay, I got one. I got one. Oh, Lord. All right. Hey, y'all. I had a bottle in the refrigerator. Now, it had the word tea on it because it was an old tea bottle, but... That was a urine specimen I was supposed to be taking to the doctor, okay? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I hate this show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, I know you um you asked me to bring that weed over here. Um, I got scared. I just want you to know. Uh, I just went to the bathroom. I got it out for you. Oh. Listen. <laughs> you smoked it already? What? All of it, man. All of it. I'm high. <laughs> oh, hey, man. You and your roommate sitting up there. He tell you. Man, look. I know you're going to trip. <laughs> they came over here, man. They cut the gas off the date, so... I sold your car. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the? What? <laughs> you been get your ass. <laughs> no. They cut the gas off. You sold my damn car. Uh, what? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> How stupid uh, are we? Ignorant. Ignorant. You sold my car. Yeah. Amen. Ignorant. Hey man, hey man, come on! What? I need you to trip and get all crazy because I know how you are. Okay, <laughs> I know how you do. <laughs> but you know when you that scratch on the on the side of your car? Yeah. Well, it's, it's got a dent right there now. Where you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that scratch you have on the side of your car? It's a dent there now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, dog, I thought you said, didn't you say that was your cousin? That's not your, that's not your cousin. What? Okay. Because no, I was with her, but, so you saying that's your wife now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You got to make yeah. up your mind, man. <laughs> you heard, okay. You heard Go ahead, Steve. The last one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Close it out. Oh, hey, my man. Hey, man. <laughs> The police came over here to talk to me today. I ain't, I ain't know what else to say, man. I just told them to call you. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. 
to go crazy, guys. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Steve, uh, it's time for Right or Wrong with the nephew and junior. Take it away. Go ahead. Well, Tommy, let's hear it this week. What's the debate? Tell this boy, if you break a mirror with a rabbit's foot, you even. (laughs) Ain't no bad luck coming, dog. (laughs) Tell him, huh? If if you break a mirror with a rabbit's foot, you're even. You're not going to get this seven years or whatever. Nothing's going to happen. You're even. I believe it. Mm. I believe it. Mm. I believe it. No, that's stupid. <laughs> what you thinking, Steve? That's... You feeling uh, that one, on. Steve? I don't really understand where he's coming from uh-huh. with that. Uh. I don't know why he thinks <laughs> like that. That right there is some ignorant thinking. <laughs> but ain't a rabbit foot good luck. It's good luck. And then the good breaking luck. the mirror is bad luck for it's seven been... years, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Not but you even if you break it with a rabbit's foot. You <laughs> see exactly what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, nobody sees what you say because Well, the thing about this segment is I agree with everything he say. Thank yeah. you. Everything time here go, say, here, go here go the one he ain't even respond to. I said, mm-hmm. if you melt dry ice, you mm-hmm. can take a bath and not get wet. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's that's the stupidest thing you've ever, ever said. Ever, I can't, ever. I can't believe I said that. Listen, wait, okay, wait, what? <laughs> If you melt dry ice, you can take a bath and not get wet. I don't know why you have to keep explaining it to them because they don't understand the damn thing. I don't no. get it. No, no it's not it me. To get. Do, do you guys listen with your eyes squinting? <laughs> it makes perfect sense to me. It don't make no what? damn sense. Okay, no okay, Carl. Because I know this going to make sense to you, Carl. Mm-hmm. Watch what? this right there. He. he 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 hit me back with a bunch of question marks when I text this one. I uh-huh. said, in Rome, mm-hmm. the paramedics call IVs fours. Let it hit you. Oh, because of the Roman uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. See that? <laughs> they fours. They not IVs. They fours. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't make sense to him. He just going to send me back a bunch of question marks. No, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> IVs are fours in Rome, boy. No, no, Carl, I don't get it. I don't get. Like, how ain't nothing happened to you yet? He's never not going to be stupid. He's never not going to be that way. Makes sense to me. Steve, you're supposed to be saying something here. How come I'm the only one to understand it? You don't get it, Uncle? Because, see, I don't even see why. Who gives a damn about an IV being a four? Well, you just need to know what to call it. And there are fours over there. If you're in Rome and get sick, well, I You don't want to be in Rome saying IVs. They're not going to know what you're talking about. <laughs> if you're Rome, sick baby. and you in Rome, you need a four. You, you need to tell them that. <laughs> Everybody's puzzled but me. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Comedy Roulette. Uh, Come on, Jay, set it up, please. Let me break it down for you. We take three subjects, put those three subjects on a wheel, spun the wheel. Where the wheel stops because we are comedians, we can make the damn thing funny. Watch us. Watch us. Go ahead, Shirley. All right, here are today's categories. Number one, (laughs) things people say when they don't know they are on speakerphone. 
Oops. Uh, <laughs> things your mate, things your mate has that you wish they would throw away. And then how about this one? Uh Things that a friend says to embarrass you. Oh, wow. Those are three good ones. Ready? They are. Uh Throw away. Throw away. That's the one I want. Throw away? Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) It stopped on. (laughs) We've all been here. Things people say when they don't know they are on speakerphone. Let's go. Here we go. Things people say when they don't know they don't speak a phone. I ain't going over there. That whole house stank. I ain't going over there. <laughs> <laughs> Not the whole house. The whole house stank. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, look here. I'm going to say this here. If, if Larry and them over there... Uh-huh. I ain't coming, because you know I don't blankety blank with Larry. You already know that. You know damn well I don't. You know I don't. Uh, thanks. <laughs> this is things people say when they don't know they on speakerphone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. His on, ass on the phone. His ass on the phone. Things people say when they don't know they on speakerphone. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got five dollars, but I ain't gonna lend it to her ass. Uh-uh, I wish the hell I would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, listen, is uh, is 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 Rhonda got her big ass over there? Oh, <laughs> keep her off my couch, cause she the reason why the couch uneven now. She the main reason why it's uneven. Hey, you're on speakerphone. Speaker. They can hear you. <laughs> Things people say when they don't know they on speakerphone. Come on, Steve. Man, I can't stand none of their ass. <laughs> <laughs> you on speaker? Let me pick up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, things people say when they don't know they on speakerphone. Oh, I wish the hell I would go to a funeral. I didn't like it when he was alive. How the oh. hell I'm a boy? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, baby, look at him. We are so wrong. Let me tell you something. You something. I, I want, let me tell you something, girl. I want you to do what huh. you did with that jelly last night. That's what I, I want you to do. The same thing. That, what you did with that jelly last night, I want you to do the same thing tonight, girl. What? They ain't get to say when they don't know they ain't get to know. Come on, Steve. Uh. You know oh, this is Taylor things uh, people say when they, they don't know they on speakerphone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is his ugly ass mama over there? Whoa! <laughs> 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 Not the mama, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Things people say when they don't know they on speakerphone. He got a brand new car, but he missing six teeth. Now, that don't make no damn sense. Uh-uh. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> oh, hey, 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 Wayne over there? Wayne? <laughs> he, don't, he don't even know I'm hitting his old lady. He don't even know that. <laughs> ah, he don't know, dog. He don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Close it out, Steve. Close it out, man. <laughs> Uh, oh gosh. Things people say when they don't know mm-hmm. they on speakerphone. Hey, 
Hey, you know you left your panties over here last night. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Everybody looking at the phone. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, hey, Miss Jenkins. <laughs> You're on speakerphone. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's Comedy Roulette. Uh, coming up next, Nephew in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter. But up next, Nephew Tommy right here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Well, we've been talking about the wall. We've been talking about the wall, ain't we? So here's what we finna to do. <laughs> We're going to see mm-hmm. if anybody want to work the wall. Okay? Ooh. Ooh. So this right here, if anybody want to work the wall, this title is Wall Workers. Okay? Whoa. Wall Workers. Yeah. They got a course for that, too. They was going to open it up at DeVry. <laughs> How to repair clippers. Wow. wow. I think it's called CRP. Uh, yeah. Here it is, y'all. Clipper wow, repair. Work. What, what is it, Steve? Clipper repair. It's not about clippers. It's about the wow. That we said, Wow, clippers. Wow, workers. <laughs> now, here it is. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Harvey, please. Speaking, who's here? My name is Kevin. Uh, I'm calling from um, Wall Workers Recruitment. Uh, are you currently working right now? Are you employed? Uh, no, I'm not employed. I'm looking for some, some work right now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, great, what was your great. name again? So, I'm, sorry? I'm sorry? What was your name again? My name is Kevin. Kevin. Okay. How you doing, Mr. Kevin? I'm good. I'm good. You got, you got recommended. Uh, somebody put you, uh, gave us your name that you might be interested in doing some work. We actually have a uh, contract with the government, and uh, we, at this point, don't have enough manpower, and um, we're looking for, uh, for people that want to work. So this this deal is actually going to probably start probably mid-March, beginning to mid-March, wow. and this, this is going to be a three- to four-year job. So if you're looking for really? some, uh, some employment, we've got you. This job is going to pay... $40, $45 an hour. You're going to work 12-hour shifts and at least six hours a day. And it's all construction. Right. So from my understanding, you've, you've done quite a bit of uh, construction. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that is correct, sir. I've been working okay. in construction for the past, like, 12 years now. So, yeah, that's yeah. great. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for the uh, call. Yeah. Oh. Are you used to, are you used to um, work with concrete quite a bit? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do everything. You know, anything that has to do with construction, I'm your man. So, Good deal. Uh, I mean, I, we, we, we definitely want you to come in, and, and we want to get you a physical. Uh, make sure you're, you're, you know, in good shape to, uh, to actually be um, a part of the company. We want to make sure you're, uh, you're all fit and ready to go for March. So, do um, you think this would be something you'd like to do? Yeah, I, this is this is amazing. So, what type of project is this? This is, um, like I said, we're on wall workers recruitment. And I'm actually spearheading it. Uh, we got this deal with the government, so we're as soon as we get the green light, we just got to make sure we got enough manpower, and we're looking for. Wait a second. Wait a second. Did you say wall wa- workers recruitment? Wall workers recruitment. Correct, sir. Like building the wall. Building the wall. Like building the wall at, at the uh, at the borders. Exactly. I know. I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm gonna have to pass on this. 
I mean, I need to work. Uh, I, I mean, is there is there is there a problem, Javi? Yeah, it's a problem. I mean, I'm Mexican American, man. I got family that lives over there in Mexico. I got family that lives over here. You know, in the states, like I don't I don't want to be a part of that. I mean, it's too so, much controversy. I don't want to be a part of anything that Trump has to do with with building some wall. Are you kidding me? You were excited when I told you we were paying you forty five dollars an hour for twelve hour shifts and six 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 days a week. I mean, that's pretty good yeah, money. Of course, I mean, it's great money, but I I wouldn't be a part of this for if you paid me a hundred bucks an hour or a thousand bucks an hour. I mean, you know, that's disrespectful to my people, my brother. I mean, it it ain't gonna happen. I don't, I don't want a part of this. I didn't know I didn't know what type of project it was until now. I mean, you must have said it really quickly because I didn't catch what you said, and I don't know if you're catching what I'm saying, but I want no part of this. So you have a problem with building a wall, and we're paying you x amount of dollars that's going to put, um, you know, food on your table and, and take care of your family. You got a problem with that? No, I don't give a f if it puts food on my table. I can make my money doing looking for some other work. I ain't gonna be a part of building some god mother. Whoa! Don't you understand what I'm saying, bro? I, I like, hear what you're saying, but I mean, we're going, we're going to be built in the first place. My family, oh. my ancestors, this land right here belonged to them before it was a part of the U.S. All right? I mean, how oh, there's a border is because some that sold this part of Mexico to the U.S. I mean, he betrayed us Mexicans. This is not oh, 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 cool. Not cool. Okay. So but, you, I mean, let me ask you a question. Are you uh, just calling Latinos to build this wall, or are you calling other races too? I I, I haven't. Um, I mean, uh, I, I don't know everyone's nationality, sir. I, you just came. Well, what about the last names? Dumb How about that? Though? Are you looking at the last names? I'm I'm not looking at the last names. I mean, I know. Uh, I, I assume that you were Latino. Your name is Javi. I, I got that, but. I, I, it's I, actually I, Javier. It's Javier, not Javi. Only my friends and family call me Javi. All right? Okay. Uh, um, do you have any friends or family you think might want to work the wall? Man, f*** you, bro. Yo, who the f*** do you think you are, man? We had parents probably dropped you when you were a baby. Okay. Nobody could be that f dumb and stupid all at once. Haven't you seen the news? I mean, what the hell do you think I was going to say? I mean, you... Trump and everybody else that's a part of building this wall is gonna all shove the wall up the f all right? I mean, okay, well, 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 no disrespectful. You must really think that you can just start recruiting Latinos to do your dirty work? Excuse me, I, I, uh, I'm sorry, I'll be there. What about, what about, um, Luis? What about, what Luis? about Luis? Your cousin. I mean, would, would he be all right on the wall? What do you mean, my cousin Luis? How the f do you know my cousin Luis? Favorita mía es de Steve Harvey's Morning Show. 
Man, play too much. Man. <laughs> Steve, what you got to say to your nephew about the wall? <laughs> when he What's found it? out what wall your ass was talking about, man. boy, he let you have it. Yes, he did. In two, two yeah. languages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all go there. Y'all do concrete, all mm-hmm. that. Wait a minute, man. The wall. <laughs> Talk about the wall on CNN. I got your wall. They're going to let that pill, man. <laughs> Oh man! Wow, Tony. Uh, that might have been too far, right there, man. Yeah, you think? Uh, hey, you know what though? His cousin Louise put me up to it. He said, "Hey, give my cousin Hoppy. He ain't working." He said, "Give him a call. Do something about the wall, Tommy." I said, "Okay, cool." I put that. I put that wall on his ass. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. I'm surprised he knew what you were talking about, cuz. I held yeah. it. I was able to say it, but I don't know <laughs> no, if I, I mean, had you to know, do it no. You know, when you prank, you can actually say your double. Oh, man. But you. <laughs> <laughs> out of character. Never you, Tommy. Uh-huh. Well, you go out of character. You can say it, but when you come on back. <laughs> oh, there it is, baby. All right. Thank you, Neff. Excellent, Neff. Thank you. Working the wow. We working the wow. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. <sighs> we'll do it. Get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on sex, on dating, on work, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. All right. Subject seems like he's been waiting for me to leave first. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I are now 50 years old. We have five grown sons and four grandchildren. Ten years ago, my husband had a fling at work and the female was barely 20 years old. At the time, I was devastated, but he swore nothing physical happened. The whole situation didn't sit well with me. So one day last week, I checked my husband's old phone for any proof I could find. I found messages between my husband and the girl that he had the fling with, and she was thanking him for all he was doing for her financially and praising him for his sexual prowess. I was hurt and relieved at the same time. All of the heartache came back and I felt stupid for believing his lies. But I was glad that the truth finally came out. Now I know why he made all of the random bank withdrawals and had strange purchases on his credit cards. So I told him that I had all of the proof that I needed and I asked him for a divorce. He did not put up a fight. In fact, he did not seem concerned at all. I have loved this man since I was 18 years old, and just like that, he was ready to end our marriage. I should add that we haven't had sex since 2015, and he always says it's not me, it's him, and that I'm still as fine as the day he married me. I'm no fool, though. If I wasn't enough for him, why didn't he just let me go? I am feeling like he only stayed with me all of these years for the sake of the kids. Mm. I am still in good shape and good health. My black has not cracked, so I'm sure I could get me somebody else too. Mm-hmm. Should I fight for my marriage or let it go? Please advise. Should you fight for your marriage or let it go? To that I ask, what marriage? Okay, no sex. For three years, text messages and payouts to another woman. 
uh, lies upon lies upon lies, and the ultimate slap in the face. He didn't even put up any kind of fight to keep you. Uh, that's why I say, what marriage? This was a relationship of convenience and of tolerance, all right? Uh, this thing that you had, you guys had going on, this situation has been over for a very long time. He was just waiting for you to say it first, like you said in, in the subject. Uh, seems like he's been waiting for me to leave first. He's waiting for you to say it first so he wouldn't be the bad guy. Now he can tell the kids it was you. You asked for the divorce. You wanted the divorce. Well, you did say you're glad the truth came out. The truth is out. I would tell you to fight for your marriage, but I don't see anything left here. Do you really? Steve. Mm. Well, seemed like he been waiting on me to leave first. <laughs> okay, let's just take it from there and let's find out why. You and your husband, 50, five grown sons, four grandkids. Ten years ago. See, listen to this. Ten years ago, mm-hmm. my husband had a fling at work, and the female was barely 20 years old. At the time, I was devastated, but he swore nothing physical happened. Mm-hmm. Whole situation didn't sit well with me. So one day last week, last week, I checked my husband's old phone mm. for any proof that I could Fine. Wait a minute. Mm. Your husband had an affair 10 years ago. 10 years ago. You go back. He told you nothing physical happened. You go back and find his old phone last week. You took 10 years to go through the phone. Mm. You find it last week. And I found messages between my husband And the girl that he had a fling with, this female was barely 20 years old, but it was 10 years ago, so he was 40, she was 20. Thanking him for all he was doing for her financially, praising him for his sexual prowess. I was hurt and relieved at the same time. All the headache came, heartache came back. You opened up this casket with a 10-year-old body in it. You ain't think it was going to stink? I like that, Steve. Say that again. You opened up a casket with a 10-year-old body in it, and you didn't think it was going to stink? Profound. What? Okay, lady, what? All the heartache came back, and I felt stupid for believing his lies. Jesus, what? If he'd have told you the truth back then, guess what? Where we at right now was where we would have been 10 years ago. He was trying to salvage it then. But I was glad that the truth finally came out. You're crazy. Now I know why he made all them random bank withdrawals and had strange purchases on his credit card. So I told him I had all the proof I needed, and I asked him for a divorce. He didn't put up a fight. In fact, he ain't seen concerned at all. He was probably relieved. I mean, really, though? You go back and get an old phone that's 10 years old, and now you leaving him for that? Lady, I think you should go. I loved this man since I was 18. And just like that, he was ready to end our marriage. I should add that we haven't had sex since 2015. No, no, no. You ain't had no sex <laughs> since 2015. <laughs> That's what you ain't had. What's even 
been doing, Steve? <laughs> you take we. You can. I circle we. 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 We ain't had sex since two fifteen. Now you can, that W. You can flip that up. Me. 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 You. You. Me ain't had sex since two thousand fifteen. I can mm. promise you his ass. I'm All right. Not done. We'll have part two of We're going to address this part right here. I'm still as fine as the day as he married me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have more at 23 after <laughs> with part two of Steve's response to the letter today. The subject seems like he's been waiting for me to leave first. <laughs> 23 after is when we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. Seems like he's been waiting for me to leave first. Couple 50 years old, five grown sons, four grandkids. Ten years ago, the man had an affair with a lady at work. He said nothing physical happened. He just covered his tracks. She was devastated, you know, but he swore nothing physical happened. Whole situation didn't sit well. So one day last week, one day last week, she opened up a casket, a 10-year-old casket with a body that's been in there for 10 years. She found his old phone and went back 10 years and found some messages that he had said to this girl. Found out they had been making love and that he was paying her some money. Now you devastated you want a divorce. You go in there, you ask the man, you tell him you got all the proof you need. You want a divorce. He ain't put up a fight. In fact, he ain't seen concerned at all. Uh-uh. Like I said, <laughs> probably relieved. Yeah. Man, I left that phone in that drawer. It took you 10 years to find that damn phone. Because who ain't threw that phone away? With that type of information in it. Dog, who ain't threw that phone away? He left that phone there hope, waiting on you. It took you 10 damn years. So when you come in with all the proof, he say, man, Ignorant stuff. It took 10 years to find this damn phone. Well, I done left the drawer. <laughs> left it on. I've been recharging it. He been wanted calling to find it. it. Been calling it, making it hum. She don't hear nothing. I've loved this man since I was 18 years old. And just like that, he was ready to end our marriage. You the one said you wanted a divorce. Then when he said, cool, now you looking crazy. I should add that we haven't had sex since 2015. Please stop saying we. <laughs> that, that's on your nerves, Steve. Please, that, that, this is the that line pronoun. that pissed me yeah. off. We haven't had sex since 2015. <laughs> Lady, you ain't had no sex since 2015. But he been filling up the trash can. I'm telling you this right Ooh. now. This boy been out here buck straight wild. Ain't no man waiting no three years. For yeah. what? Anyway, then she says, it's not, then he always says, it's not me, it's him. And that I'm still as fine as the day he married me. Now, that's what you said you were going to address. Let's let's say this again. You 50. Y'all got five grown sons. Y'all been together since you was 18. Y'all 50. You still fine as the day he married you? Hey, it could happen, Steve. Who you know, Shirley? <laughs> Who you know? Name the human. The human? Name a human being that you know. Yeah. I'm just she name the gay. name. She may Look, still have the it, day. though, Steve. Look, huh? Yeah. She may still have it. I ain't got no problem. 
I just need a name of who you know. <laughs> that from graduation to 50, their ass is better than they was. I just need a name. <laughs> you didn't say better. No. no. As still, still as fine as, as today. Mm-hmm. Who? <laughs> I just need the name. Give them something. Yeah, stem cell just came out. <laughs> who you know? I just need a name of anybody you know that's as fine at 50 as they was back then. Who? <laughs> anybody. Give me a dude. Anybody. Uh, well, my aunt huh. stay beautiful for a long time. Give me an Idris. Give me anybody. Ooh. Denzel. Oh, anybody. Okay. Okay. That's Denzel. just as fine. Yeah. Who? Now you're talking. Denzel. Uh-huh. Denzel ain't fine as he was back then. Ask Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> He'll tell you, man, that boy back in the day. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Who else? Well, you said Idris. That was good. Idris ain't fine as he was back then. But some people get better with age. Some people maintain those things. And they get better with age. Yeah. I'm aging. Look, I'm aging well. Uh I ain't what I was when I was 18. (laughs) (laughs) Skin was smooth. Man. Could run like a deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you're right. So you slowed down a bit. A bit? (laughs) (laughs) From graduation to 50, who looked the same? Dog! (laughs) Give me a name. Dog, when I left high school, I was 6'1", I weighed 147. I just kept on the scale the other day. Junior, you still have a baby face. I damn near start crying. I, I just turned forty. Like I did Shirley when I was seventeen. I ain't even close. Oh, because you had all your curls and everything. Yeah, I had then. everything. Mm-hmm. And just name the name. So close. this is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want to say. You That's ain't your point. fine as the day you was when he married you. Then she goes on to say that I'm still in good shape. Mm-hmm. That's not the same as saying you as fine as you were when you was 18. <laughs> couple lines See, up. just a couple lines up, you was all that in the bag of chips. And you didn't already fell off in one sentence. I'm still in good shape. You know what that means. And good health. My black has not cracked. So I could sure I could get somebody else too. What are we about to find out? <laughs> All right, guys. All right, Steve. We got to get out of here. Um, uh, listen, you can post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram and Facebook at Steve Harvey FM. And uh, check out the Strawberry Letter podcast, please, on demand. All right, more of this crazy, ignorant show, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Truth be told. Come on, Junior. Truth be told. I don't know who these people are and where they come from, but on Saturday, why is you calling any human being before 8 (laughs) o'clock? Why? (laughs) Who the hell? What do we have to talk about (laughs) at 7.15 a.m.? There's nothing I want to talk. Like, my boy called me at 7.15 a.m. talking about what you doing. Dog is sad. I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I'm trying to do. But here the thing about it is. Like he said, dog, did you see? I, was, I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> I'm still it's 7.15. I love it. Dog, these people need to go. I'm trying to just go jump off in traffic. The phone shouldn't even be allowed dog, to work before until after 8. After 10. It, it won't even ring. It shouldn't. But I'm just, I'm just saying, what made you get up? Pick your phone up and say, damn it, you know who I ain't called? <laughs> Let me call him right now. But what? Junior. At what time, Junior? At 7.15. First of all, I ain't formulated a thought. Okay, and then you 
I lay in bed. This ain't really, this is not comfortable. I'm not comfortable. When you heard me say, hello, you go on the phone. Dog, guess what? 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 At 715, what? Why am I guessing? Why are you answering? Dog, I ain't got no shirt on right now. Why you want to wake up and guess? Dog, I ain't got no shirt on. You sleep naked? Dog, what? Shirt? I'm just asking. However I sleep, it ain't none of your business, 715. I'm just something I'm comfortable with the conversation. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Y'all should okay. just 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 find something else to do. Don't call people no more. Okay. That's all okay. I just want to say. What's the earliest you can take a call? 10.30. 10 but 7.15 on the set, yeah, 10.30. I want to get up, have my coffee, uh -huh. enjoy my morning. Uh -huh. But, dog, you call me at 7.15, I ain't got no shirt on. You talking about guess what? <laughs> what? This is uncomfortable, huh? It's uncomfortable, <laughs> You laying horizontal talking to another man. Uh, at 7.15? That don't even feel right. At 7.15. Feel right. Feel right. Dog, I got, dog, I got... I got one leg in the bed, one leg out the bed. Guess what? Man, this, that's all I want to say. Just stop oh, calling right. people. Truth be told. Okay. 10.30. 10.30. Yeah, 10.30. I wish you were early. Yeah, we should call him. On Saturday. Don't call him. He'll be upset. Wow. Yeah. 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 All right. And the person I'm talking about is Jay. <laughs> Just want wow. y'all to know. It's you, Jay? Wow. You know what? Just want y'all to know. I thought we agreed not to bring that up. I thought we agreed to agree. <laughs> the same time we agree agreed that you would not. Both of y'all. Both of y'all. Let me tell you something. Look, Steve, come on. Tommy, I think you agree with me. Both of y'all. Both of y'all sick ass need some women in your life. <laughs> Y'all need some ladies. Y'all need something man. to do. Y'all ain't got nothing to do. Y'all waking up by y'all. Sam, put your shirt on, Junior. Why is he on the phone? Y'all issues ain't even real issues. Call me the 1015, Jay. I mean, I thought we agreed not to talk about that. Damn. Thank you, Junior. We get it now. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, introduce your boy with the with another hit that Ladies murdered. and gentlemen, my brother, <laughs> murdering <laughs> the hits, Jay Anthony Brown. The song right here, you're not going to lose any friends okay. at all. Okay. Thank you. You're Thank not going to lose any friends. Thank you. This is Thank a you. message to people who are going through something. Come on. Everybody's going through something. Somebody else. Check it out. Yes, here we go. We've got a situation is causing aggravation, so I took time to make up the song for you, boo. Song for you, boo. It's my obligation i can't take the irritation i can't be fake with you i must tell you the truth can't be fake with you i must tell you the truth i found a product that i got for you they had a sale on it so girl i got you too on me my treat it's kind of hard to talk to you i didn't want to mention what you put me through cause you been causing damage. I stop go make a sandwich. I'm kind of famished. I pray that things will get better. I can stand it. So, so won't you take this lubrication to help the situation? Cause if you don't, then girl, me and you, we are through. 
So take this lubrication to help our love relation, girl. If you don't, then me and you, we are through. If you don't, me and you, we are through. So take this lubrication to help our love relation, girl. If you don't, then me and you, we are through. If you don't, me and you, I just take this lubrication to help our love relation, cause if you don't, me and you are just true. <laughs> Astroglide. I know. I know. I know. He said I know. it was a sale. That got a murder location. Murder for jam yeah. location. Oh, man. Uh, it was a sale, and I got you, too. The show has the standards of ignorance, and we have to keep it going. Yeah. Our ignorance is very high. You're high, Jay. you have nothing to say? No, I'm. You caught me off guard. You came out of nowhere. Man. You thought he was going to really sing oh, about man. something. Dude. <laughs> everybody likes that song. Man, I, I bad Fire Jam turn. location. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, no, no, I never thought bad. I, I, just, I got you too. You know? <laughs> man. <laughs> Sometimes that can be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you so much so that you made a song about you it. You made a song about help with the lubrication because it is a situation because if you don't get me and you are just true. <laughs> Slip on in there, Jay. Slip on in there. Shut up, Situation, if you done, me and you are just true. <laughs> that megaphone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You can't, you can't be listening to this show and not be sitting there going, what the hell are they doing? Hey, I do it every day. <laughs> hey, Jay, seriously, you have to go, man. This is the greatest <laughs> nonsense, dudes, man. Nonsense. I come to work Foolish for this. Foolish. And they're Jay. all ignorant. <laughs> Jay, you didn't yeah. have your megaphone on your last job. You didn't you wasn't allowed. Yeah, I had it. I use it. Yeah, I use it over there. I not not like this. You. Okay. You would say, put it down. I'm like, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting on that call from Steve. <laughs> I'm waiting on a call from Steve. Yeah. <laughs> You got the call. All right. All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, YouTube has revealed its top trending videos of 2020. Uh, Any idea what videos come to mind? Uh, Top top trending videos this year on YouTube? I'll tell you what. You mean funny videos? Or just videos, what uh, the top trending videos of 2020. I don't know. Okay, I'll tell you. Because <laughs> I got it Thank right you. here. I, I didn't know this. <laughs> uh, Dave Chappelle, his special, 846. Dave Chappelle, it was okay. the most popular ranking in more than 20, not raking in more than 29 million views since it was uploaded in June. Uh, Dave took a serious tone in the special to touch on the death of George Floyd, which inspired the special's title. Uh, in a blog post, YouTube honcho Kevin Aloka, Alaka says the comedian's impromptu, socially distanced show captured the emotions felt by many as racial injustice protests swept the country. 
So congratulations okay. to Jay, Love Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Yes, he's so brilliant. Yes, 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 yes. yes. He nailed that. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Another huge hit on YouTube was the Saturday Night Live skit, First Debate Cold Open, generating nearly 30 million views since it was published in October. Um, the sketch poked fun at Donald Trump and Joe Biden's first presidential debate with Alec Baldwin and Jim Carrey playing <laughs> Trump and Joe and my Biden. Favorite sketch. <laughs> Alex Baldwin is killing it as yes. Trump. Yes, and Jim Carrey too is Joe Biden. Yeah. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Steve, uh, it's time for right or wrong with the nephew and junior. Take it away. Go well, ahead. Well, Tommy, let's hear it this <laughs> week. Yeah. What, what's the debate? Tell this boy if you break a mirror with a rabbit's foot. You even. <laughs> Ain't no bad luck coming, dog. <laughs> Tell him, Unc. Really? If, if you break a mirror with a <laughs> rabbit's foot, you're even. You're not going to get this seven years or whatever. Nothing's going to happen. Exactly you're right. even. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. No, that's stupid. <laughs> what you thinking, Steve? That's, you feeling uh, that one, on. Steve? I don't really understand where he's coming from uh-huh. with that. Oh. I don't know why he thinks <laughs> like that. That right there is some ignorant thinking. <laughs> but ain't a rabbit foot good luck. good luck. And then the good breaking luck. the mirror is bad luck for seven years, right? Yeah. 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 Not you even if you break it with a rabbit's foot. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Nobody sees what you said because it's stupid. Well, the thing about this segment is I agree with everything he say. Thank yeah. you. Everything now, here, go, say, here, go, here go the one he ain't even respond to. I said, mm-hmm. if you melt dry ice, you can take a bath and not get wet. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's, that's the stupidest thing you've ever, ever said. Ever, I ever, ever. I can't believe I said that. Listen. Wait, okay, wait, what? If you, if you melt dry ice, you can take a bath and not get wet. I don't know why you have to keep explaining it to them because they don't understand Thank you. a damn thing. I don't no. get it. No. No, it's Is not it me? Do, do you guys listen with your eyes squinting? <laughs> it's perfect sense to me. It don't make no damn sense. Okay, okay, Carl. Carl, Carl, because I know this going to make sense to you, Carl. Mm-hmm. Watch what? this right there. He, 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 he hit me back with a bunch of question marks when I text this one. I uh-huh. see it. In Rome, mm-hmm. the paramedics call IVs fours. Let it hit you. Oh, because of the Roman uh-huh, news. Uh-huh. See that? <laughs> they fours. They not IVs. They fours. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't make sense to him. He's just going to send me back a bunch of question marks. No, I, don't, yeah. I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> IVs are fours in Rome, boy. No, yeah, no, no, they, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get. Like, how ain't nothing happened to you yet? I'm still He's surprised. never not but going to be stupid. He's never not going to be that way. Makes sense to me. Steve, yeah. you're supposed to be yeah. saying something here. I can't how come I'm the only one to understand it? You don't well, get it, huh? Because, see, I don't even see why. Who gives a damn about an IV being a phone? Well, you just need to know what to call it. And there are fours over there. If you're in Rome and get sick, well, you don't want to be in Rome saying IVs. They're not going to know what you're talking about. <laughs> if you're Rome, sick baby. and you in Rome, you need a four. You, you need to tell them that. 
Everybody's puzzled but me. All right, coming up, it's Steve Harvey and his closing remarks. You don't want to miss it at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, uh, what do you have for us closing remarks-wise today? Yeah, uh, here's something that I think is very helpful to people. And it would help you uh, open yourself up to really what God truly can have for you. And the reason I'm saying that is because oftentimes we limit what God can do in our lives simply by the way we we think and simply by our expectations. God has no, he's limitless. You, you can't put him in a box. You can't put what God can do for you in the parameters of your thinking. What you've got to do is you've got to open up your mind so you can be open to all of his goodness and what he can do for you. And I'm saying that to say this because a lot of times people ask God and only think about stuff that they can see themselves attaining, basically with your check. There's a scripture that says you have not cause you ask not. Well, then most people go, Lord, help me make my rent. And then I have to ask you, well, don't he always? Why would you not ask God for a mortgage? Well, own, become a homeowner. Then here comes the thinking of man. You start putting in stuff like, well, I don't make enough money. My credit score. I haven't been on my job long enough. I can't afford that. Therefore, why would I sit up and ask for that? See, you're knocking yourself out of so many blessings that God can have for you by your limited thinking because God has no limits. So you have to open up your mind. So you have to start thinking of things that is in your imagination. Why would you not ask God for a big house? You don't think that God got enough sense based on this scripture. You have not cause you ask not. Most people don't ask because they don't see no way they can get it. You don't think that if you ask God for a big house, you don't think he got enough sense to make a way for you to get the house? Mm. You don't think that he knows that you need more money and that he know how to make a way for you to make more money? You don't think he got that part figured out? You think he needs your help figuring that out? You don't think that he know that if you got X amount of dollars, your credit score really don't matter? You don't think he know that? He know all of that but you've limited to see what he can do and how he can move in your life because you won't think big enough. There is a book that changed my life. The name of the book is called The Magic of Thinking Big, and it's by David Schwartz. It's The Magic of Thinking Big. And I didn't understand this until I was selling Amway. Amway was one of the greatest periods of my life because it introduced me to uh, positive books. It introduced me to self-motivation and self-help books. And those are really the only books I read. Outside of the Bible, I don't read anything. I don't read novels, love stories. I ain't got no time for that. But The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. I have time to read that. Because The Magic of Thinking Big taught me something. It taught me that it does not require any more brain power to think big than it does to think small. It doesn't require any more. You ain't got to grunt. You know, look, 
you can say Volkswagen or you can say Rolls Royce. It doesn't, your brain don't have to shift and burn more sales and you got to throw yourself into something to say Rolls Royce versus Volkswagen. It doesn't hurt more to say rent or mortgage. It doesn't hurt no more to say new car than used car. It doesn't hurt more to say hand me down than it costs than it costs you to say brand new. If you buy this book, The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz, it's an amazing way. It changed my thinking in my 20s. And so I started thinking big. Once I started thinking big, I started opening up to the possibilities of God because God is big. Am I not right? God is big. So why would you get in the way of his bigness with your small mindedness? See, you're getting in the way of your blessings by the way you think. You keep thinking in terms of your paycheck. Get God ain't in your paycheck. Get out of your paycheck, man. Get out of your current situations. Where you are is just temporary. God has another place for you. God got a great life for you. But you got to invite him in and let him show it to you. Quit wasting his time with this little bitty man. Get out of your own way. You are in your way with your limited thinking. People ask me all the time, man, why are you always at the meetings? Why are you going? Why don't you just sit down and take your day off? Because I can't get where I'm going sitting down taking my days off. I'm about the business of becoming successful and happy. Now, am I successful? Yeah. Am I happy? Yeah. Happier than I ever been. But, and I have everything I need. Can I tell y'all that? I don't need nothing else. But I'm in the want side of life. I just want. I'm not greedy. I'm not asking you to give me nothing. I'm willing to work for other things I want. I want to see how the other class of people live. I want to see what that's like. I want to see what it's like when my grandchildren's children will remember my name because I left them something. Because I created a legacy that I put money away for my grandchildren and my children's children. That's what I'm working on. You can do that. God is capable. Get out your way. This is the book again, y'all. The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. Go buy it. Go buy it. Just go buy it. I'm getting it changed the way you think. Just check it out. It's a really, really great book. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all have a great weekend. <clears throat> I'm going to get audio because I don't read that. Though, so I have some other <laughs> nor, nor can you see. <laughs> <laughs> y'all have a great weekend. Y'all believe <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 